Here we go, Friday afternoon. Thanks to our friends at Hallenstein Brothers for bringing you this radio program. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. From the bottom of mine. What about the gals? The gals that work there as well? Thank you. Oh, sorry, well, when, when you say guys, you're covering off both. Well, are you? You sexist? <laughs> that was what I meant, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, winding you up. Well, thank you from the bottom of my very sexist heart. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Drake, a double fast Drake to give away. His uh, first show, show sold out. Yes, if you want to get your hands on that, it's going to be happening around about 4.40 this afternoon. But next, Jono, you're very excited, aren't you? Well, some huge advancements. Some huge... Exceptional advancements, right, John. Honestly. <laughs> I a, wish we could drink during the show when I hear things like this. In a, in a quest for something that I've started. Um, oh, jeez. Um, f- oh, well, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. <laughs> we'll next, I'll tell, you, next. I'll tell you what it is next. You'll hear audio evidence of it, and you'll be like, wow, he's making some changes. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. John O's very, very excited today. Yeah, so excited. Some great... Oh, to you too, Sharon. Here I don't we want go. your, I don't want on, your lips going. Oh, well, I'm talking about this monumental oh, moment. Get in there. Come I was, on. I was just going to get the uh, national Do, anthem, actually. Oh, you don't need the national you anthem, don't need. Jono. So Jono's been on a mission to get a phrase started, like a catchphrase catching on, and we think it's pro- quite lame. Yeah, he wants to start calling everyone a Wally. What national anthem is this? It's the Mexican one. Don't you like Mexicans? <laughs> Not a fan, okay? If you're right, Donald Trump, I'll get out one. No, I was just curious to know what it was. So, yeah, um, pick up where you were, sorry, Sharon. He's trying to get the saying Wally Stick started. So you use it in context. Oh, you're such a Wally Stick. And he's been trying to get celebrities to say it. So far, Carnor Lloyd from the project denied him. But it sounds like somebody finally caved in. Okay, yesterday we spoke to Mark Richardson, host of uh, The Block. And uh, also he's on the AM show, isn't he? This is what we asked him yesterday. Mark, <laughs> do you think you could try and insert Wally Stick into casual <laughs> on-air oh, conversation? For goodness sake. Wally Stick. You can call Duncan Garner a Wally Stick. You can call Amanda Gillies a Wally Stick. <laughs> Don't have to do this, I'll, Mark. I'll tell you what, I'll do, I'll do my best. All there right? we go. Okay. This oh, I thought he was just being polite. So did I. I, I really hope that Mark didn't stoop to this level. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for goodness. Sake. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got to clear my throat for the big announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Get on, my man. <laughs> You're going to run out of time for this announcement in a second? <laughs> so, Mark, I'm, I'm taking it. So, Mark Richardson on the AM show this morning said Wally Stack. The yeah. British Boxing Board of Control can't see any reason why they shouldn't appoint a neutral referee for Joseph Parker's title fight against Huey Fury. Oh, hit yourselves with a Wally Stick. So he's even taken what you, he's taken it to a, a, a kind of almost a new meaning, like an actual literal Wally stick. Said, yeah, I mean, hey, I don't care how it's used as long as it's used. It started. You said I was trying to start it. It started, mate. Yeah, but it's travelling down the motorway. You got another old dude to say you're saying. No one cool city. What yet. do you mean another old dude? Are you <laughs> referring to me as an old? Well, you dude? haven't got like someone cool like Willy Wider or something like that to say, yeah. have you? Yeah. Jamie Curry. Yeah. I'm chipping away. <laughs> Jesus. Give a, give a bald guy a break. Do you think a fidget spinners would have taken off if they got Mark Richardson to be the first one to use one? I think that's why people stopped using them. <laughs> Trying you out with a Mexican anthem. <laughs> 
this is not the last you'll hear of Wally Sip. <laughs> oh, for uh, big things sake. are happening. Big things are happening, guys. God's sake. Big things are happening. Feel free to use it this weekend in conversation. If you find yourself behind a news reporter on a cross, yell out, Wally Stick. <laughs> and if you do, please let us know so we can uh, get the audio off. And uh, if you're an all black, hey, maybe you can use it in your post-match speech. Wally like, Stick. Imagine if Steve Hansen said it. Yeah, oh, he's a bit On the edge. Okay, Cadbury, uh, now it's moved off to Australia, hasn't it? And uh, might I say the Australians have been nailing Cadbury. They've been nailing <laughs> They have been. They've re-released Caramilk. Oh, now that was a great move. Now they've come out with... I want it here in New Zealand, mate. The, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into debate of whether Cadbury should be New Zealand or Australia. Okay. Okay, so now the Australians have released the Kiwi Favourites box. I'm starting to think they did invent the Pavlova first. <laughs> no, they didn't. I'm starting didn't. to think Russell Crowe no, is theirs. I'm well, starting no, no, to they, think they have this. Russell Crowe. We gave him Russell okay, Crowe. Yeah, s- no, but the thing is, is that they've released a special edition with some extra extra delicious favourites in there. So you know your favourites box. you got your stock standard bloody dairy milk. More. Caramel bar. Crunchy. Uh... Turkish Delights. God, they're the... I like the Turkish Delights. No, I don't mind the Turkish as a group of people, but I wouldn't <laughs> say their sweets are delightful. Oh, okay. Maybe they're delightful as a, as a race, but... Okay. Well, this, what are the new ones I've put in there? Okay, so the Kiwi Favourites box. You've got Caramilk. Yes! Buzz Bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who likes Caramel Chew? Me. Perky Nana's in there. I love a good Perky Nana. Chocolate Fish. Chocolate fish is a good time. Now, I'm going to say this may be controversial. This, I feel, is the Turkish delight of the Kiwi Favourites box. Which? The Peppy Chew. Peppermint Chew. The peppy, Horrid. The peppy chew is the chocolate bar of the mums. Like, that's when, when we, we would go to netball and you'd be like, Mum, can I get something from the canteen? And then she'd give you some money and she'd be like, make sure you get me a peppy chew. And that's <laughs> they were the people that ate, that ate the peppy chew, was, yeah. the, was the mums. A peppy chew sounds like something you'd be sitting at your nana's house too when you went yeah. over there. It's been sitting there for three and a half years. It's the odd fellow in the in the, in the uh, Werther's original of chocolate. Okay. Well, they've got to have one that you can kind of go, Mia, uh. take the peppy chew out. Ask the peppy chew. Are we alone on this? What are, the only people, are we the only people who hate peppy chews? Are you saying, is the peppy chew the new Turkish delight? Or cherry ripe. Yeah. Oh, oh, a cherry ripe. I'd rather have a, a, a peppy chew every day over, over a cherry ripe. Oh, we like a good cherry ripe. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm, 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 go, I'm putting the peppy chew in there. It's fine. Oh, wait, 100 the well, edge. Do you like the taste of hate in your mouth, Sharon? Yeah. Yeah? I do. Because <laughs> I'm evil. <laughs> Oh, wait, under the edge. Poll, Peppy Chew. Do we need to get it removed from the Kiwi favourites? I like what they've done for 95% of it. Well done, Australia. You've done New Zealand better than New Zealand. No. That's embarrassing, isn't it? Uh, So what we're saying, but yes or no, the Peppy Chew, should we get rid of it? Early votes out of the box. Can we go to Bruce? Line three, live call. Let's go, Sharon. Let's get an early vote. Okay. Come on, Bruce. Bruce, what do you think? No, no. No, I can't. Do a ahi ahi. What? That's that afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. Sorry, Bruce. You confused me for a second there. I couldn't hear what you were saying. I I thought you were good at today after sleeping with you today. I didn't hear what he said. All right, Bruce. Neither did I. Sorry, Bruce. Pippi Chew, Bruce. Are we keeping it or leaving it? Well, no, we have to leave it. You have to leave it. Okay. He's a fan, okay. It's a shocker. All right, thank you. When you haven't got any money, you've got a Pippi Chew. That's true. Chloe, what do you think? You need to keep it. Keep it, okay. Jesus, quite this aggressive calls here. Why, Chloe? Have you got memories of the Peppy Chew? Take us back to your yes, childhood. And, and you can't buy them anywhere, so that would be a reason to buy that box. You can't ah. buy them anywhere because there was no demand for them. No, they're good. No, well, maybe. Oh, yeah. I wonder if Jono's even tried one, eh? Yeah. Have you yeah. had a Peppy Chew before? No. 
<laughs> now you've been, you've been bagging the pippy too. Bagging something you haven't even tried. Hey, but I've, hey, I've also never been to North Korea, and I bag North Korea <laughs> yeah, too. That's true. That's true. I was Bag's actually Chloe. a fan of pippy too, but now I'm reading about them on the Cadbury website, and it's, they describe it like this: in the basement of the Cadbury factory, okay. which is the first thing they say. So it's a bunch of leftover stock from the nineties. The, the chocolatiers use special candy dousing rods to locate the peppermint seams that lie just below the surface. Mm. Megan, what do you think? Sounds like they're running an underground drug. <laughs> <laughs> Pippi Choo, Megan. Uh, yes, yes, Pippi Choo. Yes to keeping it or get rid, getting rid of it? Oh, no, keep it. What? I, I am surprised yeah. by this reaction. Oh, listen, I'll eat my words. I'll eat my peppermint chew words. Well, I'll my... take it back. Colour us wrong because it turns out New Zealand loved the Pippi Choo and it's got a right to be in the favourites box. This didn't go well. It's been a no. great start to we the show. Th- we but... thought we were going to start some hatred on the Pippi Choo. <laughs> no, but everyone's on board. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. It's this time where we look back at the week. It's Friday afternoon. We look back at our show from the week, don't we? Oh, yeah. and yep. he's been here for a long time today because this morning uh, producer Dan was dressed up as a terrifying clown uh, for the JJ Dolman Randall show. If you want to see it, uh, go to theedge.co.au. What were you doing, Dan? There was a girl that they had, and she was scared of clowns, so I went in there and went... <laughs> like that. Ooh. Yeah, Dressed up was, as a clown. Yeah, she was not happy. And if you don't know... <laughs> no, if you, I'm, not su- I'm not surprised. Yeah. If you don't know what Dan looks like, he looks like uh, Pete from MasterChef. Yeah. Oh, no, My Kitchen Rules, don't Sexy, you? sexy. So imagine Pete from My Kitchen Rules dressed up as a clown. Yeah. He looks more like the bully from the cartoon Recess. All right. You look like... Princess. Have a go, Dan. Have yeah, a good go. God. Finish God. strong. Yeah, Finish okay, strong. Yeah. Don't let us down. You look like what? It's sexism to compare me to no, someone. No, it's not, not Sharon. Not. Go hard. Go as hard as you can. <laughs> Miss go. Piggy. Oh, that was a bit too hard. Um, <laughs> Miss Piggy is a comedic god, so I will take that. Oh, God. Oh, I will god. take that. Yeah. Anyway, Dan, uh, also, as well as offending Sharon uh, with sexist I'm comments. Not offended. You wait until the microphone's off. Sharon's not offended now. Basically, he's saying I'm hilarious. Uh, Dan, also his job is uh, going through the audio this week and uh, trying to find the better bits of the week. Mm. Trying is a good word to use. (laughs) Oh, now you're offending us too. You know what, actually, can I just give you a peek behind the curtain? Jono emails me and tells me all the bits to put in. <laughs> so I didn't even choose them. So Jono's got like, a the bits that I was real good yeah, in. Yeah, he's got, and usually they are. They're all the bits yeah. that he, he made oh, again. So here's, classic here's Jono. The, the better bits of Jono. <laughs> it's Maldi Language Week this week, and we wanted to know if we could get any of our listeners to say the longest Maldi place name ever, and Jono was a little bit sceptical. I don't have any faith. <laughs> I'd like to say that now for the record. Okay, I'll give it a go. So much I'm going to I eat my words and I'm sorry for not having faith. On Wednesday, we gave listeners five seconds to impress us. And this guy, it's safe to say, blew John Ben and Sharon's minds. Ben, you've got 4.69 seconds to impress us. Go. It's Ben from the TV. Hey, how you doing? What are you doing today? How, oh my wow. God! How is he doing, doing that? That sounds. That sounds. It's beautiful. And we'll give you another four seconds, okay? Do that again. Go. Don't be a dick about it. How the? Don't be a dick about it. That's, me. That's exactly what I sound like. This is how I get a pressure of you. That is amazing. I know, what am I? What, what is going on? That's incredible. I'm really confused. Oh, don't be such a whinger. Gee, don't what? be a dick about it. Don't be a dick about it. That's. Don't be a dick about it. I'm don't so be a dick confused. About it. That is amazing. Also this week, Sharon was very passionate about people who take more than 13 items through the express checkout at the supermarket, and this guy phoned up to argue a point. I was just wondering what the technicalities are. Like, I mean, if you get a, um, you get two yogurts that aren't quite separated, but they're singles, can you get fifth out of the aisle for that? Or yeah. 
That's two, a good two, one. Oh, two yogurts. Oh, yeah, like if a whole lot of bananas, yeah. is that just one item or are there like... Oh, so they're two, Sharon. Yeah. Even if you scare them if separately. If it comes up on your receipt, <laughs> when oh, you get... When, when, <laughs> Jason, when you get your well, receipt, do you want to get it or not? It comes up. It's two separate things. We appreciate your call, mate, and I'm going to give you the new all-new high-performance suit from Helmsline Brothers. Oh, it sounds awesome. It's even got an extra pocket for the new bumhole you just got torn. Now, over the weekend, I had a dream, not just any dream, it was a slightly sexual dream about Ellen DeGeneres. And so we decided to call a dream expert to see what an Ellen DeGeneres dream means. We've got Margaret, the dream lady. How are you? Uh, uh, Margaret's having a, what's she having a haircut at the moment, I think. Okay, listen, we're just finding out about a dream. Do you know much about being Margaret's other half? Who's speaking? Uh, My name's Jono. Yeah. Yep, and uh, my friend Dan had a dream. Yeah. About Ellen DeGeneres. It was a um, erotic dream. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Of course, she's lesbian, you know. <laughs> and finally, just a week out from the election, News Hub political reporter Paddy Gow was in for a chat, and the guys wanted to know what Winston Peters is like in real life. Winston Peters, the Good Bastard Award, he but is. I also give him the Cunning Bastard Award. I also give him the Bad Bastard Award, and most of all, that trumps all of them, Winston Peters gets the Tricky Bastard Award as well. On the edge. The election is coming up uh, Saturday week. So, oh, was it eight days away? Doing the political edition of Private Number. Yeah, this We've, is um, this is because we phone out from the radio studio here, and so when it rings on your cell phone, it comes up private. A lot of people they don't like; they avoid mm-hmm. the private numbers. Mm-hmm. Ben, I know you avoid them like nobody's business. Yeah, well, it could be debt collectors, could be um, you know, charities. Be- that's what you hate, eh, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's like not another guy, dog. <laughs> the problem is, uh, you want to look like a good person. I know I have this feeling. Do you want to look like a good person, but you don't want to fork out the like, cash? I'm the same. It's like those people that see um, people on the corner raising money, but you get a sticker, so they give like 20 cents to get the sticker and look like a GC, but really yeah. they just don't earn 20 cents. I've crossed the road before. Yeah, when you see a pesky Greenpeace one, and you're like, oh, oh God. Oh, I actually yeah. signed up to Greenpeace for a long time. And the pandas. That's right, you were helping out the pandas. The bloody pandas. I was paying. Mate, oh, those pandas were living well on my ass. <laughs> I had monthly direct debits going out to the pandas. Oh, shit. It's like 55 bucks a month for the pandas. Not the pandas. They never even sent one to me. <laughs> you don't get to keep them. That's not the way it works. God, I should have. Oh. I probably paid enough for one. Uh, so what we're doing now. Um, back, we're to, not- back to private number Do we we play the intro again? I don't know. Maybe we'll play it again. Play it again. Private numbers. Yes, we call uh, people on our phone at the radio station, which comes up as a private yeah, mate, number. Yeah, John, I said that before the panda chat. <laughs> <laughs> Just reminding everyone. And we're doing the political edition, and today we're going to call... Um, oh, Winston Peters. So Win- far, just, uh, Jacinda hasn't answered her phone. Uh, Bill avoided us. Yep. Uh, we got David Seymour, the ACT MP. He didn't have much going on. I don't know if we've got their actual numbers sometimes, but today we're, this is a number that's been floating around from, from a long time ago, John. Winston Peters, New Zealand first. Uh, gee, I'm scared. I don't want him to answer. Oh, I think it is. It's coming up in the phone as Right Honourable Winston Peters. Okay, phone's ringing. Come on, Winnie. Jeez. Come on. Come on, Winston. Come on, Winston. Maybe he'll answer because he thinks it's a doctor. Come on, Winnie, answer your private number. But don't, because I don't want you to. Hello? Hello? Hello, is that Winston? No. 
Is this his phone? Yeah. It's Paul. Oh. He's in a meeting. Okay, sorry, we we're just calling from the Edge radio station. Oh, right. Yeah, no, he's in a candidate meeting. Oh, he's in a meeting. Yeah. Okay, well, say, say yeah. hello to him for us. Okay, cool. Okay, good. Good on you. He's welcome Bye. on the show anytime. We would love to have him on. Get those young... Vo- oh, he's hanging out. He's hanging yeah. Paul, Winnie wasn't pissed, but Paul was not happy. <laughs> Winnie doesn't answer a private number, but he had good reason. He did. He was in a meeting. Yeah. Mm. There oh, we that go. was scary. Yeah. That was scary. Now, a lot of people on the internet today are getting angry, guys. They're Not angry on the internet. On the internet. Oh, it's it's angry angry on the to do internet. with airplanes. Not an outrage. So you know how when you travel, there's that annoying person that is behind you that puts their feet up on the uh, on, on the armrest. I've never had anyone put the feet on the armrest. Haven't you, from the person behind you, like when you do a long-haul flight? Oh, they slot their foot through the gap to them. Yeah, well, so there's people that are doing it in bare feet, and they're, you're on the window seat, and they put both feet up, and they kind of slide through as they fall asleep. So right at the back of your elbow, yeah. you've got someone's stink-ass feet there when in your elbow room. Although if you're a feet person, it'd be right up your alley. You're like, oh, this is a gimme. This, is a gimme. this doesn't sure. happen every day for me. Sly lick. I was like... <laughs> But it got me thinking about things on planes that people do, and I felt like we need to make a list as the New Zealand community of things we need to stop doing on airplanes. So first of all, I would love it if all of you guys could sit down and pee when you're on the plane, because otherwise, because of all the turbulence and all that sort of stuff, when I get up and I've been sleeping and I've taken my shoes off and I go in my socks into the bathroom, I stand in your way. And it's carpet too. It's like, yeah. So it's really soaking it up. If One you, time it all went on the roof, mate. Turbulence. Turbulence. <laughs> all over the show. If it's you like can't, a fire hose out of control. If you can't get it Whoa. in the bowl, take a seat. You're a sitter, aren't you, Jono? Not on planes, funnily enough. What? Not on planes. No, I don't like sitting on a plane. Are you scared it's going to get sucked down? <laughs> I, I, I get frightened. I get frightened of this. Of this <laughs> are you scared that all the important parts of your body are going to get sucked, through, sucked out of that when you flush? Mm, no, because I stand up before I flush. Oh. I, I shut the lid. Oh, yeah, you'd be worried, though, wouldn't you? I'm scared. Imagine going... <laughs> And you're like st- <laughs> stuck to the suction. And you like got to push the button. They're like, what's the problem, Miss? You're like, my intestines are down the bathroom. <laughs> so is there anything on the plane that you you just need to see people to stop doing to put well, on the list of no-nos? I on a flight uh, just recently that he was stretching. He'd always stretch and put his arm up. And then it would sort of loop, loop back over and would cover up half my TV. Yes. Oh. And I'm so polite. I was just like, he'll stop. And then he stop, stop, yeah. and then he did it again. <laughs> it was like all, th- all the way through the movie, I had this guy's arm sort of there. And it's, and it's like the domino effect as well, because it's like you do it, then you're going to put your recliner back, oh. which then the person in front of you is going to be like, this mother effer in front of me has put this recliner back. So then you put your recliner back, and then you become that person. So do you do the recliner? That's my question. Don't watch ho- ha- pornography on the plane. <laughs> That's my big thing. That's a good rule. Okay. Well, why are you still doing it then? <laughs> I've learned my lesson now. You're just a person as soon as it's taken off, you've had a few drinks and you just walk around the plane, eh? I do like walking around the plane. He likes to go yarding to people. Yeah, I like it when everyone's asleep and everyone just looks like zombies with their mouths open on the plane. No one looks attractive when they're asleep, I'll no, tell you that much. No, they don't. Well, 0800 The Edge will text you 3343. The things you can do to people when they're asleep. What... <laughs> That sounded... Um, Please don't <laughs> no. say that again. Uh, but I hundred these will text to 3343. What are the things on planes that other people do that drive you insane? John, what do you think people should stop doing on planes? Well, um, this was sort of an interesting experience. I was on a flight back from Christchurch back to Nelson here and um, I ran into... Uh, well, we ended up on the flight with the Bangladesh cricket team and they just happened to be 
bloody firing balls up the aisle. Oh, they were playing cricket what? in the aisle? Yeah, they're playing cricket and they're playing with a little tennis ball and uh, um, and like a little wiffle ball bat. Got to get practising, practising, always practising, eh? Wowzers. What team did you say it was again? Bangladesh. Bangladesh, yeah. Wow. Bangladesh are quite good, aren't oh, they? they? Well, they didn't used to be. They're starting to get good now. Well, yeah. maybe it's because of all the plane practice they've been doing. <laughs> yeah, that That's a great good. one, John. Although playing cricket does sound fun. It <laughs> does, does sound good. You've got a nice little pitch up the back. I can yeah. see why. Yeah. You have to bowl very straight. No room <laughs> oh, for error. No, no. no room for error. At Texas 3343, people, can you please stop eating gum on planes, especially you people that don't keep your mouth shut and then you slap the gun as well. It is a disgusting noise and it drives me crazy. What about the person that just stands up as soon as the plane lands? They just stand up. They might be like 20 rows oh, back. Oh, no, I'm that person. Are you that person? Are you yeah, a like, hunter? Then you're a hunter. Over you're like, why yeah. have you got some, Why are you I'm in a hurry. Not even open? I want off that plane, mate. I want off that plane. <laughs> standing up, there's like 20 rows in front of you. People <laughs> haven't got out. Jack, what do you think? What should we put on the list of no-nos on the plane? When you're um, trying to get out of your seat and to go to the toilet, um, people's legs are always in the way. And when you go um, out to go to the toilet, you always, um, once I tripped over their legs, and I fell right into the aisle. Oh, so you, you people need to just get up and let you out, eh? I hate the yeah. people that make you squeeze past, and you have to also make the decision if you go front ways or back ways. It's, it's a complicated yeah, it's really process. Can I, can I check one out there, too? Sure. Uh, for those that are grabbing their luggage from the overhead compartment, mm-hmm. don't shove your genies in my face. <laughs> you know, because you're right height. Well, your head is if you're oh, on the aisle. yes. You turn around, you got a, you got a face load. <laughs> Big what genies. What do you want them to do? Point your pelvis out. Yeah. So oh. you just kind of like lean into it. Because people lean forward and you're like, wah! And if, you, if you're leaning over, you'll just get you get a genie in the air. Yeah. Okay. It's not ideal. All right. Not because you're ideal. perfect. You're the perfect height. You look at it, you're like, oh, g'day, mate. <laughs> oh, how are you going? John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Uh, this afternoon, doing something a little bit different, Chess. Yes, because there was an outrage on social media on Thursday about how the police were cracking down on serving wines at hair salons. And we were like... What the heck? There are ladies all across the country right now and they're going to get their hair done and they want a little treaty. So we roped in Jamie's Cupcakery, which you should definitely follow on Instagram, by the way, and she has made a whole lot of cupcakes with alcohol in them. She's made a mojito-flavoured one, espresso martinis and strawberry champagne cupcakes. And we're going to go surprise people in hair salons right now with a little uh, alcoholic treat. Okay, John O'Prior is on the streets uh, right now with the cupcakes. How are you going, cupcake? Don't think I'm missing the irony that you're sending the bald one into the hair salons. <laughs> it's a, I actually didn't even think of, a, of that. I'm standing in front of a busload of kids. Smack on the window, kids! A bunch, bunch load of rabid kids smashing on the bus window. How are you guys? What's your favourite radio station? They say the edge or I'll have to knock you all out. The kids love it. We're outside Seville's, okay? I'm about to bowl in, make a lot of noise. I've got some entertainment planned for this one, okay? Oh, okay. okay. Good luck. Hello, Seville's. How are you? Are you serving alcohol to your customers? No. You're looking at me, but you're saying yes with your eyes, but no. We've found a loophole because the police are cracking down on it. Did you know that? Yeah, well, guess what? We've got some alcohol cupcakes for you. What's the catch? There's, well, there's no catch. Oh, the okay. catch is you have to watch me take my shirt off and entertain everyone in the salon. <laughs> Are you Woo-hoo! ready? Oh. Is Seville's ready for some entertainment? Woo! They are, okay. Make some noise, Seville's, if you want some entertainment with your alcohol cupcakes. Woo! Woo! 
Here we go. It is a party up in here, guys. Sounds like it's it. It's getting wild up in here. I'm naked. I'll never coming back. All right. Oh, okay. oh, that's good. That's what we want. Mission accomplished. For. Yay. The degrading part of any strip routine is having to go around and pick your clothes up afterwards, guys. <laughs> Aww. Okay. Well, the, the, the good news is you've made a salon of about 24 women very, very happy right now. Happy and horny, Sharon. Happy and horny. <laughs> That was another fine John O'Bean and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Bean and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.